0: The CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have four convenient locations, U District, Capitol Hill, Wallingford, and Federal Way. Stop by for tacos, burritos, tamales, and enchiladas. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Excited to have another show out. Hope you guys liked my last show. It is with John Cornicello, a really well-known Seattle photographer Uh, He helped me out I was having all kinds of trouble Setting up my lights in my studio Been working on it for hours and hours He came over and in 15 minutes Told me what I was doing wrong I mean it's cool but it kind of sucks at the same time But today We have Omar Vergara Does Seattle know you yet
1: Omar? Uh, I don't know if Seattle knows me But I know in the CD, the the community the homies from Arcaro boxing. I would say they know me. So you're from
0: Arcaro. You work at Arcaro.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm a coach there. I so started the, competing with her.
0: The coach the people know uh Trish and Jen. We talk about Arcaro. Um,
1: so you're you you train there and you work there. Yeah. what do you do there? Yeah, a little bit of both. So I started I started originally competing just with Arcaro um competing like amateur boxing or pro yeah amateur boxing amateur yeah just amateur for me um the intent was to go pro um that's the whole reason why i wanted to get into a boxing gym i was hoping to make boxing my career but along the the journey of school and building foundations uh i came across arcaro boxing and thankfully uh it's it's led to me to where i'm at now aka the boxing connoisseur the boxing
0: connoisseur so look for him on Instagram, The Boxing Connoisseur. So what is a boxing connoisseur?
1: For me, when I started, uh, when I was thinking, you know, I had I have my Instagram already, Omar Vergara. Um, and I was always posting about my boxing career. Like I was just sharing what I was doing to get me prepared for a fight. And I wanted to like do a blog on it or write about it. But I'm not right. a very good writer. Yeah. Um, and I recognized <laughs> it. <laughs> And uh, I think I, I think I'm a better like talker and stuff. So right. maybe I just like to listen to myself talk. But, <laughs> I think uh, we all do. <laughs> That's why I have this show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was like, man, I, I know there's like people that do food. They, they're the wine connoisseur, different things like that. So right. I was like, you know, there is no boxing connoisseur. Um, so I decided to be that. And you won't see a lot of media on my Instagram, but you'll see a lot of the sweet science. So I'm trying go. to dissect One, boxing. F- more technique uh f-
0: when you say sweet science are you talking about more technique more fundamentals more
1: yeah yeah so you know but when we hear boxing there's i didn't even know the word pugilism existed for boxing uh coach kevin showed me that I was like oh shit that's
0: i don't know <laughs> the old-fashioned pugilist yeah and then when i hear the word pugilist i think of Like the old timey, like back in the 1800s where the guys had those really, Uh they had handlebar mustaches, (laughs) a very British, uh, unique stance. Um, That's what I think about when I hear pugilist. Mm -hmm. So you, how many amateur fights did you have? Honestly,
1: I don't remember what my my things were. I think I had maybe a little under 20, maybe like 18, something like that. And
0: how old were you when you did the first one?
1: Uh, My first fight was Four years ago. So I must have been 21 already. Yeah. It's a little uh, old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's old considering a, a boxing career's lifespan, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, well, I've gone to a few amateur events and there's like 12 year olds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That there's are like eight year olds fighting and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so you got, so
0: what happened with the amateur? What made you not want to pursue that and start educating?
1: Yeah. Uh, so for me, the the my whole intent always of becoming a professional boxer. I know it might sound cliche or it may be uh, far out reach, but ever since I wanted to go pro, it was to create a platform like Muhammad Ali did. So I was always in the intent of creating a different perspective. Um, and along the journey, going through the professional, going, I consider myself a professional without competing, uh, just the way Trisha and, and I handled business um, in our training and what we were accomplishing. Um, so I was already a pro before having that professional fight. Right. Um, and then I started realizing that we were having that platform at Carroll with the community and changing uh, the view on boxing, the sweet science of boxing um, through that. And then right. that led me to want to coach at a gym. And Trisha, she said we can do a little special real quick at the gym. And then that led me to being a coach, a permanent coach. There. Right.
0: So you're like, so you is your amateur career
1: on hold? Or are you still going to do that? For me, honestly, man, I don't think uh, I'm gonna compete again. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in search for the fight itself. But I definitely see myself um, helping out professional boxers. Right. So whoever needs some more of sort an of eye. Sp- yeah and sparring. Yeah. You know, because I I still I'm still active. I still train. Uh, Trisha and I actually we started training a little bit more consistently. Um. So if any pro boxer needs some work, I'm more than willing to to share the ring with them and and hopefully be a a positive impact on their career if yeah. they need me for some sort of drill. Well,
0: that's I think that's inter- that's good that you realized you wanted that before you turned pro. Yeah, uh, that you the the career that you want in boxing is more of an educator trainer uh versus you going pro and then figuring out later.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's kind of like full circle because I remember, uh, I mean, I grew up playing soccer since I was like four years old. My dad used to play soccer. You play soccer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was act- I actually went to Mexico before I went to UW, or before I went to uh, school. I actually uh, went to Mexico to do a little tryout out there, and uh, I got called from a second division team, from two different second division teams out there to stay, but I didn't have a secure professional gig, so I didn't want to risk it. I was already accepted into school, um, and was chasing another journey at Into the time. Into school where? Uh, I, ended up, I got accepted to UW, WSU, um, and those are the only two schools I applied to. And last minute, decided to come to Seattle uh, because of the opportunity space, I, I, I would say. And uh, so I went to school, did the route, um, went through that journey as well, and uh, now we're here. I learned what I needed to learn about life for myself and continuously learning now. Wait, hold on. So when did you go to Mexico to play soccer? I went, so I, I tried out, uh, there was these tryouts going the summer of, or fall of 2010-11, and then I graduated from, from school in 2011 high school, and then that summer we went to these uh, tryouts in Mexico, and then by that point I had already been accepted, I had already accepted my offer in u and then um, we went to Mexico that summer. We so you like
0: your parents wanted you to be a soccer player?
1: No, they actually didn't. They didn't want me to do nothing in sport. They I did it growing up, but it was a career I needed to find. I needed to find a real job. But what? So the teams did get you? Did have a roster spot? I don't know about a roster spot, but they... So, there was these two guys that used to play... One of them, I think he played with Necaxa or he played with Atlas. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And two guys, so they came out here. They did some tryouts in Toppenish. Actually, there's some pro fights happening in Toppenish. Yeah. I think the 28th. Um, so, that's interesting what Toppenish is doing. You know, it's cool. Um, so, they did these tryouts. They ended up... I was like the last pick in our reality. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, you can come along. So, I ended up going and I played defense. And then... Um, uh we went out there and we played like against Cruz Azul, we played against Jaguarez, we played against Queretaro. And these were like these were guys under eighteen. I was already eighteen, but the group was under eighteen. I see. And then um I think it was Queretaro and I don't know what other place they told them that they were wa- they wanted me to they wanted me to see if I was interested in a second division opportunity. Oh, so it's it so was so that's sort throws, of like yeah. the minor leagues. Yeah. Uh-huh. the minor
0: league football uh circuit in
1: Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Would you have done it? No, I didn't do it. That's, so that's that's why I wasn't there. Just because oh, I had, I had already been secure. Well, did you want to do it? I kind of did because I think like I think it would have been cool to to chase a soccer dream. But like I said, there's different journeys that we're going through. And at that point in the, my journey, I knew that I was more secure, already having a spot at school and having a better opportunity at a career. Yeah, so than you chose hurt.
0: education versus. Mm-hmm minor league soccer playing
1: at that moment yeah
0: but you could have you could have been playing alongside uh Ronaldo
1: right right that would <laughs> uh, that shit, if if that would happen, that would have been the goal I would have been shooting to be either on the. US national team or the next soccer team. player I know yeah <laughs> there's more right yeah there's there's at least 11 more 10 more on the field at least 10 more with them or or Beckham yeah uh and uh so yeah so so just that's off of that like I remember growing up and I had always thought about being a soccer coach. Um, mm. But for whatever reason, in the back of my mind, I always felt like I was a better boxer, even though I had never done it. I just felt like I was attracted to it. And some of my homies, they would get uh, some boxing gloves from Cinco de Mayo events. We would go to the yeah. Cinco de Mayo uh, carnival, and they'd buy some gloves, and we just fucking spar in our backyards. you know. So but- that, that's, where, <laughs> that's where the dream began, uh, with some Cinco de Mayo gloves. There you go. And well, how old were you when that happened? That was I was probably
0: like twelve. So you've always still preferred boxing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why
1: didn't you go into competitive boxing earlier on? Yeah, uh, honestly, because my parents didn't. uh, They they didn't didn't allow it. it. They didn't want me to. They didn't want me to get punched. My mom would always tell me, "She's like, if, if you want to get your ass beat, I can do that here at the house, you know." <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so it was it was interesting, but uh, and we didn't have the money. Like at the time, we didn't have the resources. And in, in my hometown, there was no boxing gym. Um, the next one was like thirty minutes out, and yeah, my parents spent money on me. You know, we went we went to basketball. We did. Soccer. I was playing sports year round. Right. So not to say that they didn't want me to do stuff. It's just boxing wasn't a part of it. Yeah, they would prefer you not get hit. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did they go to any of your amateur fights?
1: Yeah, they actually came to my first one, uh, <laughs> and they came. They went to a couple of them, but uh, I remember it was just a commitment. We had a uh, talking with Trisha. Our, our journey along the way. Uh, you know, we had to. I had to commit. I had to understand that I needed to commit fully into something. So
0: Trish oversaw your amateur career.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was my one and only coach for competition. In when I was in high school, we had a a a, a teacher that wanted to do MMA out of the school. Mm-hmm. So I would go there and I would excuse me, and I would practice my boxing there. And even he would tell me, he's like, "Man, you know, you, you have good skill, but I'd rather you go to school. You have a good head on your shoulders." Yeah go to school um and uh so, so that's you've been why I didn't with Trish it. for a while yeah for four years yeah I met her I have it I wrote it down on a journal but it was a Tuesday it was a sparring <laughs> session it was February 11th or February 14th yeah and uh 2000 2014 yeah 2014 um was looking to compete I had actually tried out for Dub boxing team and got cut I didn't make the team oh yeah and uh that was in the winter time and then um uh, i met some some girl at a boxing gym and she told me that she heard of Arcaro that it had just opened up right and um i got on a bus from UW and rode the bus to Arcaro. boxing it was like a 25 minute bus ride um showed up for a sparring session and then uh the rest was history i see
0: okay i didn't realize you had been with her that long and pretty much since she's been on jefferson right yeah
1: yeah i didn't i didn't know that the gym was just open that recently because like i said we there's a different professionalism that we want to accomplish there and um it was just uh, a different feel yeah honestly walking in it was a a smaller gym than what i expected a boxing gym to be right to be honest um it was just like damn like it it, it wasn't huge. I didn't see f- ripped up bags. I didn't see yeah. people sweating like crazy. You know, like <laughs> how you see in the movies. It's not a dungeon boxing. Yeah, gym. no, it's not a dungeon at all. And uh, uh, so but I was I was open for the the acceptance and the the energy that was there. And um, we've been yeah we've worked through it. She she gave me a break because I was a a broke college kid. Yeah. Um, she gave me a little break, and we we just. Off of trust we put in work.
0: Yeah. Well, it, I mean, she, Trish needs to see dedication, motivation and work mm-hmm. and she'll, she'll work with you. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't, if she doesn't see that, then if you agree to it and then she doesn't see it, that that's, it, it it'll, it, that's what gets her mad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like she put in so much of work herself and you're not living up to your, to your end of the bargain. So mm-hmm. when I can see how she could keep, she would keep working with you because you are keeping it going. Yeah, And yeah. even now that you're not competing anymore, but every day you post something about your the work that you do. You're big. You're, you're also a student of the functional patterns. Yeah. And we've talked to Trisha a few times about what that is. And mm-hmm. I've talked to the audience about my attempt yeah. <laughs> to do it. Although I should probably go back. You you should. We're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I don't know. I should, I should, I don't, I need someone to come and pick me up.
1: Mm, That's that's that. So that's why Trisha. That's when she knows she's actually. I won't say that to Trisha. Right. She
0: would say, "I'm not your mom."
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like you know. So I didn't when I had heard about boxing. They're like, "Yeah, you're you're gonna fight in a month after training, or you'll fight maximum three months, and you'll fight already." Yeah. So I went in. My I started in February. I don't. I don't think I had my first fight until like September or November. Okay. So it was way past the three months. But it was based on you know my consistency, my commitment. Yeah. Well, she she's had not going to gonna see. put you in yeah. there uh-huh. just uh, willy nilly. Yeah, no. And we, we have a de- we're delusional about <laughs> boxing. We think it's really easy. It's not. It's no, it- it's
0: it's pretty <laughs> difficult. Yeah.
1: Well, the boxing side is
0: super difficult, and then the business side is equally as difficult Mm -hmm. it's uh, like there's a lot of moving gears in the background that a lot of fighters don't don't uh uh, i don't know if they don't know that happens or just don't want to deal with Mm -hmm. Uh, so how long have you been studying functional patterns
1: Uh, i'd say well studying studying it um, I'd say the, this past year and a half, like I, okay. I really dove into it myself as in as in the manner of like I really want to learn. I guess it's not necessarily functional patterns. It's more so the body um, experimenting mm-hmm. with the body because functional patterns is the tool to access it. Right. But we I have keep to on wanna, thinking
0: that functional patterns is the method, but it's actually the the brand name, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, it's like so the y- technique the technique is called biomechanics
1: yeah biomechanics and
0: then the product you use is mm-hmm. functional patterns yeah so, so you you so you i've seen that you like to study anatomy books and mm-hmm. see how and, and you you share a lot of information about how like the body moves yeah. of how if your hips are this way, your knees are this way, then you're gonna be all mm-hmm. crooked and messed up. Yeah. So those are the things that you just keep on going and keep on sharing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just it's diving into it even deeper and um, acknowledging that Naudi, the, the creator of functional patterns, he he just nailed it on the head. Like he just he he knew what it is and right. he he caught onto the pattern of humans and um, I think he he did it the best. I mean, so far and and it is. It's effective. Like when when I used it for my competition, I used it heavily. And and thankfully, I had the opportunity to work with um, a practitioner from them. And Trish is a practitioner. So I get the opportunity to be with one every day. But uh, uh, they helped me out before my fights. And uh, I saw a huge difference. Like just my power, my footwork, my awareness of my range. And not to say that other training systems don't do that. But this one was the truth to me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got the most benefit from this one. Yeah. And I got healthier, I would say, instead of, because I remember in soccer, I always like pull my groin or uh, roll my ankle or something, have right. some sort of pains in my knee. Um, and I didn't experience that throughout these trainings for okay. the fights. It was interesting. Well, keeping you healthy, training smart, avoiding careless injury. hmm And I would say one thing that I would make, I guess, a a point at is that as a boxer or as an athlete, you know, you you want to have the team that supports you, but you want to have the team that you can trust. Right. So like the reason why I said I only did functional patterns for a year and a half, two years, because that was me intentfully learning from it. Trisha had me doing functional patterns since I started training with her. So this is four years ago. Right. Uh, So she would just have me doing these different moves and I would trust her. And I wasn't feeling any sort of pain. I was just moving, and uh, it was beneficial. So, right. so the the the, in the the exercising has been going on for four years. But me learning has been too. Um, so, you know, as an athlete, you definitely want to be able to trust and and see what your coach has to offer. And right. if not, I mean, we could find a new coach. Yeah, maybe we're not best fit for each other. You know, I don't. So you work want with to you. help.
0: So, and we. So you tra- you're a trainer at caro. What type of, if you could say, I want to encourage this type of person to contact me and help them. Like who, who would, who do you get the most benefit, or who do you get the most joy of helping? Like who would, who is that person? Mm-hmm. Is it someone who has an injury that's recovering? Um, is it someone that doesn't want to? be in a group class is it someone that is a little bit shy and maybe doesn't even want to go to a gym at all Mm -hmm. like who would you say
1: you want to attract honestly i want to attract it, it might sound really cliche but everyone and anyone and in regard to um I guess the mindset of being open-minded to learn something and not wanting to be a know-it-all because I could tell you straight up when I coach I I don't know everything of your body and I don't know anything about my body I'm learning yeah. um so I don't want to I don't want to be working with someone that's a know-it-all because then we can't accomp- we can't experiment on our collaboration it's a collaboration when we work together right. um it's it's it, at the that's, end of the day It's really interesting you say it that way because I think a lot
0: of trainers and a lot of gyms when they try to get you to go to training Mm -hmm. they're basically you go there and they just make you do a bunch of movements yeah and there isn't a whole lot of communication back and forth of how Mm -hmm. does that feel Mm -hmm. you know does this movement feel better than this movement it's more of all right start with some cardio yeah start uh, then we'll move to some body weight exercises and then we'll go to You know, put the gloves on and Mm -hmm. then hit a bag or do mitts. Mm -hmm. And although the person is working, but they're not really paying attention to how their body is taking it. Mm -hmm. So it seems like you'd go a little bit deeper. You go a whole lot deeper mm-hmm. and you say, these are the exercises we're going to do, but you need to tell
1: me how this particular mm-hmm. movement feels versus this one mm-hmm. and and we really work on our, our our words too, because we're used to saying that something hurts when it's really not painful, yeah, so sometimes if we're if we're working, I want you to tell me if it really hurts right because we're well, going to stop yeah
0: because it's the diff- you know discomfort is yeah.
1: okay uh-huh acute
0: pain is is different yeah, yeah. Like it hurts me to do five push-ups, yeah. <laughs> but I know that it's just because I'm fat and weak, <laughs> and that tomorrow it'll be a little bit less painful. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, so so yeah, anyone anyone that that wants to put in the work, honestly, um, I'm I'm open for that. And then yeah, especially if if. I, I enjoy our, our private sessions because we get to be a little bit more specific. Right. When you come into our fitness class, we still are specific because we want you to get a full boxing workout and an a intentional workout. But we can't go that deep into sure. yeah, your... I mean, there's,
0: uh-huh. there's only one of you and it could be up to 15,
1: 20 yeah. people in a class. Uh-huh.
0: But definitely if, you're, if someone is interested in just really getting that fine-tuning... Mm-hmm the uh the the private sessions work well let's take a quick break talk to one of our sponsors we'll hear from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back
1: when i needed updated content for my small business website i was worried because i didn't have a very large marketing budget but then i found carlos at cz media he gave me a budget friendly quote and delivered the high quality content i was looking for I would recommend you check him out. All of his information is in the show notes. And we're back. What's good? What's good? <laughs> you'll, you'll see that on my video. What's good, What's homies? Good? Omar Vergara, the boxing connoisseur.
0: Yeah. I don't... I'm not a cool guy. <laughs> I me mean neither. No, you're <laughs> a lot cooler than me. No. I Like, I'm not cool. I'm not smooth. I'm not anything like that Uh i'm corny no i don't think i was doing i was doing some portraits for these really cool guys Uh right these were like cool guys (laughs) and i'm wearing this ridiculous Mm t-shirt of like a zombie i'm wearing stupid shorts and they're trying to be cool yeah. they're trying to act really cool and i'm like i'm telling i'm telling them to do the different poses uh-huh. cuz they they want to have these really cool uh cool photos and then i then i wanted them to just relax uh-huh and then I, I told them something like you know i'm about as cool as you if you really think about it uh-huh and then i did something like this or like i showed them and I, it was like i patted my belly cuz uh-huh. these dudes were super super fit uh-huh. and that just cracked them up Uh like i started telling them that you know i I could do everything you do like one of them is like they're really high level athletes yeah and they just me letting them know that i'm that i'm uh not worried about myself Mm -hmm. just took their guard down yeah and then we just got some really cool pictures (laughs) after that but it's like i really like saying i'm not really cool yeah um i have I have uh, dinosaur socks on right now. <laughs> that's swag. <laughs> 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 Although I do have the Adidas NMDs on too. Uh, so that's what makes them cool. Okay. Are you a are you into sneakers? Honestly not too much. I oh, don't know. Oh, so this much. part of the show is just going to be getting to know Omar. But I'm going to put your information in the show notes. Okay. And cool. we're definitely suggest that anybody who we didn't, we've covered it on the show before where mm-hmm. we've gone deeper into functional patterns into how we can help. Um, but Omar also wants to do anyone who's sort of anyone who wants to get into fitness or try something new uh, or start, you know, start boxing. Give Omar a call or reach out and uh, definitely go in. Is there any sort of
1: first time offer that people get? Yeah. I mean if you if you're interested in coming to the gym, if you want to get into that fitness class feel, come through our boxing. You know, you'll you'll find us on online arcaroboxing.com or on Instagram at our Carol Um first class is free. Okay, first um, class is yep, free. Yep, first class is free. Excellent. Um, for when the podcast comes out, let's say we'll give it a 30 day window and it's just something on the spot uh, I'd be willing to do a little discounted rate on my, uh, private rates. Okay. So just give me, uh, give me a shout. Tell me that you heard me on, um, CZ media podcast. And then that's how I'll know that that's where this offer was made. Um, and then we'll do a little special for that first private that you work. Excellent. So I'll Mm -hmm. definitely make sure to put that into the, into the notes
0: and into the posts Mm -hmm. when this gets posted. Um, so, are, what's your uh, what do you do for fun other than study anatomy books? Yeah. <laughs> do you have those anatomy uh, models at home, like with the train, like, the
1: anatomy trains? Yeah, I, I haven't got them yet. <laughs> I do need them. I have the book though. I have the anatomy trains <laughs> book, um, and then I I had the the you know did the FP course learning through that. So we th- thankfully we got access to that all year. So I'll study that every now and then. But uh, for fun. Uh, I used to play FIFA all the time with my roommates or with my homies. Oh, that yeah, was soccer. like a daily thing. FIFA On Xbox? Uh, PS4, actually. PS4. I got a Sony. Um, but right now, my wife doesn't like it. But when I'm on my off time, <laughs> I like to play Red Dead Redemption. So I'll, I'll one get or on two? Just to, uh, two. The two. My PS4. Two. Huh? That one just came out. So get on my horse and go do some Outlaw stuff. <laughs> <laughs> ra- you know what? I've never
0: played it. That, it's badass. Is it like Grand Theft Auto but yeah. like in the westerns? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay,
1: you're stealing horses, <laughs> you're, you're, you're
0: robbing up saloons. You're, you know, I have a PS3, and I'm pointing to it right now. Uh-huh. This is the PS3 that first came that from the very first one that yeah. came out. It was like 600 bucks or something. Yeah. They were hella, yeah. And it still works mm-hmm. perfectly. Like the uh, the fans are a little loud, yeah. But <laughs> the this is the very first one, and then. L- I've been I've been using it, but we've been using it more for rock band.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> like When we have parties, I'll, I'll bring it out and someone will play the drums, someone will sing and That's play it. the guitar. So then I thought, you know, why don't I get a PlayStation 4 and play rock band on it? So I have the PlayStation 4, but then we don't play anymore. Mm. But we mostly play Mortal Kombat. Okay. I, although I'm horrible at uh-huh. it. And me, me too. My I wife wanted to get into horror games. Like I I have... Mortal, well, Mortal Kombat's not really a horror game. But there's like two horror games that I bought that are just slow. They're slow, but they're scary. Mm-hmm. But I get bored. I get bored of them. I get bored of games and I just stop playing.
1: Yeah. Do you, the you like only- the stories or no? Mm, no. Well, of the horror games? Yeah.
0: No. It just... just the games take so long to play Mm -hmm. and i have a 10 minute window yeah where i want to play for 10 minutes and then i want to move on to something else yeah so even with grand theft auto like the most i can play it is like half an hour Mm -hmm. and then i just get bored yeah and i turn it off and do something else Uh, but the rock band is super cool uh and then my i spend a lot of time on my sneaker collection Mm. Have I shown you my sneakers?
1: No, I haven't. I don't think I've seen them yet. <laughs> That's my. How many well, you got? You know, I, a lot,
0: like 70.
1: Damn. So what, you
0: just clean them, take them out for a, for a spin? Well, I take them out. I don't wear them, but I, I take them out of their, their boxes and make sure that there's no dust on them. Huh. And then put them back. Okay. <laughs> Take a picture of them maybe. Yeah. Put them on real quick. Snap a picture in the mirror. No, so and then- most of them I haven't even tried on. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Most of them, they're just, I buy them and then I put them away. Okay. Uh, I bought a pair last week
1: because
0: mm. my favorite Jordans are the
1: Jordan Sixes. Yeah. I'd have to see a picture because I don't know the order.
0: And I bought a pair. It came in the mail. Open the box and put them away. Damn. But this summer, I think I'm going to start. With, see, this is what this is the thing. I need to lose weight to be able to fit into my cool clothes so that I can wear my stupid shoes. Mm. I know a few coaches. But I can't commit. <laughs> I love pizza rolls and White Castles. Have you ever had a White Castle? No, I don't think have I have. Have you ever had
1: a McRib? No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Uh-uh. I don't remember the last time I went to McDonald's. To wanna be go, honest, want to go after this? Not down. <laughs>
0: not down. <laughs> I almost went. I almost went, uh, but w- uh, when we were on our way here uh, to the studio, but I thought no, I can just make a hamburger instead yeah. of going to McDonald's. um So the the video games for soccer. Okay, do you want to know the truth? What? I think soccer is probably the most boring thing on earth. Yeah, I could see it. I could see why. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you want to watch dudes run back and forth for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, the score is 0-0. Yeah, <laughs> would you say
1: most of the time? I don't know. I yeah, I wouldn't say most of the time. But yeah, I would say very close. Like it's like one to two or one zero. So yeah, so they're very there's not a a huge impact scoring game oh, for, sh- man. for sure. I <laughs> like yeah yeah.
0: It's there's so many things that are more entertaining. I just don't understand.
1: Yeah, like for me, I mean, I I definitely understand. For me, I would just say like. I, I've always been interested in the body, It's just seeing what pe- like the tactics of stuff. And I like seeing how like things can move as a unit, because for me, like football, for example, or baseball or like golf, I don't see it that 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 fun or entertaining for me. But then some people do Because like for me, baseball. <gasps> golf is super entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, I don't. So for me, I don't see how that would now. Well, I, well, hold on.
0: Uh-huh. You, I, I'll point out your contradiction here. Yeah. Uh-huh. You just said you like to see how the body moves. Yeah, Golf is exponentially a more technical
1: mm-hmm.
0: movement mm-hmm. than soccer.
1: Yeah. And and to be honest, that's like why it's intriguing me now because of what I'm seeing with people. Oh,
0: we got to go play.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, damn, I can't hit a ball for, for nothing. That I is you, tough. I bet I could teach you how to hit a ball.
0: You probably could, yeah, because that, that's I was tough. super into golf. I I love golf. I know. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds really douchey. <laughs> but I do, I really do love golf. And a few years ago I would uh-huh. play twice a week. Okay. And then I don't know what happened. I just I just stopped playing. hmm And uh I even stopped going to the driving range. And I have a beautiful set of clubs. Mm. Last July, we were in Mazatlan and our friends in Mazatlan golf a -hmm. lot. And my my friend Sandy said, Carlos, let's go play golf. And but this is Mazatlan in July by nine o'clock in the morning, it was a hundred degrees out. Mm -hmm. So I had to think about it for a bit, but I went Uh and I told Trish this story I said, I have not played. Of a, Because a, this is a real course. I mean, this is a heavy-duty course. I have not played a full 18 holes of golf in a really long time. But because a punch is very, very similar to swinging a golf club, mm. it's super similar. I used everything that she had taught me into my swing and Mm -hmm. i played my best 18 that i've played ever i think damn there you go i I mean it's still horrible Uh but i only lost two balls and that's because they went in the water like golf courses if there's a long fairway there's usually lined by trees Mm -hmm. and i was notorious for hitting the ball into the trees and they're just gone right Mm -hmm. just lose them i never did it Damn. I, I kept my sh- uh, shots fairly straight. Mm-hmm. The two balls that I lost are because they went into the water. I got, I got a little bit too eager, yeah. and I thought that I could hit it over uh-huh. over the water, and I couldn't. Well, I did, but it cost me two balls. Yeah. So yeah, Fat Damn. Carlos in a hundred degree weather played his best round of golf with functional pattern mentality there you go so i think that you would really like i think that you would really like that Mm -hmm. because of how you swing Mm -hmm. right with golf you you have to know where your knees are you have to know where your hips are Mm -hmm. you have to know where your wrists are Mm -hmm. and you have to know where your wrists are in the motion of the swing Mm. and know exactly when to turn them to come up over and then to twist your hips and then have your right arm basically follow the club, Mm. it is, I mean, it it is... It's a sequence. It is, yeah. Yeah. And it all happens in 0.8 seconds. Yeah. Like, you have to keep track of feet, Mm -hmm. knees, hips, shoulders, chest, wrists, forearms. You have to know where all of those things are. Yeah. And they have to be in exactly the right place. Mm. And combined with the fact that if you picture a golf club, normally the I mean depends on what the club is, but they they're angled, right? Mm-hmm. If you have it open, which means that the club is facing away, uh-huh. um, that means that you're going to hit the ball with the back end of mm-hmm. it or with the front end of it, and it's going to go to the right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you have it, what they call closed which means mm-hmm. that the it's a shorter angle. I'm probably saying this incorrectly. Then when you hit it, the ball goes to the left. Mm-hmm. So a hook or a slice. So all of those body mechanics mm-hmm. have to correspond with how you op- you how you hold the club. Mm-hmm. Cuz if it's too open, the ball's just going straight right. If it's too closed, ball's going straight left. And then when you get really good, all of those same biomechanical movements, you can finesse it so that the ball starts off going right, but then comes back. Mm -hmm. It's like hitting a soccer ball. Yeah. So I think
1: that we should go. Yeah, I I'd be down, and that's where that's where I guess there'd be a difference between playing it and watching. Because I, I I could see myself enjoying the the playing part of it. Yeah, like it'd be interesting. But yeah, yeah I was about to say it's like kicking a soccer ball. It right. sounds like because yeah, we had to always think open. about that. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, so it's it's uh, we should definitely go try it. Um. Yeah, I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy playing. Uh, I really li- I like watching it. Yeah, Lori doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. She thinks it's, I mean, most actually probably most people think it's boring. Yeah. But I think it's, I I like watching it. So I'll only watch it when she's not there. Yeah. But we should definitely do that. Well, sir, thank you so much for being on the show. We had lots of technical issues early on. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully we're okay and people can hear us. Because actually I'm starting to hear myself a little muffled.
1: But thank you for being on the show. Well, Carlos, thank you. Appreciate you for having. This is my first official time on a podcast. So <laughs> there you go. It's this cool experience. This is my
0: 22nd, th- third or fourth. There you go. One. So they're they're fun to do. We'll have to have you back. Yeah, definitely. But, so you're saying someone who hears this and they want to do a, a private with you, mm-hmm. reach out and you hook them up with some sort of mm-hmm. promotional. Yep. Promotional offer. So definitely take advantage of that. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I also have a donate button on there. Oh, that's good. Someone needs to click that because the technical issues that I had today could have been resolved if I had a.
1: Is there like a PayPal or what, how's the donation? <sighs> Is it PayPal? Or what? Would, what would they donate through? Well, uh, uh, the website has its own. Oh, okay. Has its there own service.
0: Um, I was really asking for. PayPal when McRibs were out, but <laughs> no one was compelled. Well, support local. Support local. Definitely. Well, thank you, sir. We, uh, we're, we're going to have you back. And thank you. All right, thank you. Peace.